This is Amid Yaimi Gemara and Brachis Daf Nun Amid Beis. We're holding at the bottom of Nun Amid Aleph right after the Mishnah, six lines from the bottom. The Mishnah just taught us many dinim of Zimun. And therefore, the Gemara is bothered and begins by asking, My Kamash Malan, what is the Chiddush of our Mishnah? Tanina Chad Zimna. We've already learned this halacha that taught us. People have, people have to make a zimon. So what exactly is the Mishnah coming to teach us? Explains the Gemara, Kamash you know what it's coming to teach us. Three people sat down to eat together, but they did not yet eat. Einan Rishayin Lachalik. The mere kvias yeshiva, the mere fact that they came to sit together, dictates that they have to indeed sit together, and therefore they're not able to split up. Lishna Achrina says the Gemara, This is what the Mishnah is teaching us. Three people who sit to eat together. Even though each one eats from his own loaf of bread, still, the fact, again, the kavias that they're eating together. Three people who come from three different groups are not able to separate. And now here, Rashi, two lines to the bottom, keys us in that if you have three groups of three people each and one leaves from each group and they form a new group, that new group has a zimon based on the original group, groups that were. Amr Rav Chisden, Rav Chisden explains that this is only that originally it came from three groups of three people. And Amar Rava, Rava qualifies even further. As we turn over to Tanunamibes, that the original people didn't make a Zimon, which now Rashi points out that we have to be talking about that there were four people in the original groups. One person left from each group. Now there's three people left in the original group. And now those three people that left form their own group. Now what's the story of those? In such a scenario, if the original group did not do a Zimon, then they could do a new Zimon. But if they already made a Zimon in the original place, they have lost. The Zimun. Oh my Rav, I'm not do I know this? It's an army learned in a Mishnah. a very interesting. Mekar, Mita, Shenig, Nuchat, A bed that was Tame, that was stolen, half of it. Oshav, Duchat, you lost half of it. Oshav, Kluach, and Oshotvim. Or brothers or partners divided amongst the bed amongst themselves. Nachamol. And therefore, the bed is owned by two halves of people. Tiara. It's Tar. Any, we know, any utensil that becomes unusable is now no longer tame. It's considered a broken keli. Hechzi ruaf. They put it back together then. Then, of course, mekabel is tumah lekan v'alba. So we kabel tumah from that moment and onwards. From here, the Gemara deduces that only mekan v'alba in limafreya loy. But it's not limafreya tame. It only is now mekabel tumah that it could become tame. Alma, what do we see? 
Kivan de Balgua. Once you split the bed up, Parchala Toma Minei, Toma leaves it and does not come back again until it actually becomes Tame. Achanami Kivan de Zeman Alayu, Parach Zeman Minayu. Continues the Gemara, the two dots, ten lines down, Gimon Beishte, Chaburos, two groups eating together. Said the Mishnah of Mixas, if part of them could see each other, then they could combine for a Zeman Tana. We learned in Abraisa. Even if they cannot see each other, but there's a waiter serving the two groups, Shamash Mitzar for the Shamash combines them into being one group. Says the Gemara, in Mavarchan Aliyah, in the Mishnah taught us that you cannot make a bracha on wine until you pour water in to dilute it. But the Chachamim said, no, there's always a Baribriyagafen on the wine. So says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanan. Again, 12 lines down, the two dots. Yayin, when it comes to wine, before water is put into it, does not get that guffin, says the Tanikama. Ella Bayre Priya eats. Why? Because it's just grapes. And that only does the bracha change, but now you can even use it for the Tilas Yadayim. It doesn't have the Hashivos of Ehagafen. Once water is placed into it, says the Tanakama. Now, Mivarchan Allah Bayre Priya Gafen. Now we make a Barbara Gafen over it. And we cannot wash our hands with it. Once the water is poured in, it gets the din of a gefen. And then number one, the bracha. Number two is you cannot wash your hands anymore with it. It's always a gefen. And we cannot wash our hands with it. Based on this, says the Gemara, where does Shmuel go on? That says, Shmuel says, you let it do whatever you want with pass, with bread, meaning you're allowed to use bread even for your own purposes, as we'll see further in the Gemara in a moment. Rashi explains, because Rabbi Yezer seemingly is the opinion that we're not worried about the bizayin that's going to be happening to the bread, so too will he allow, uh, you're not worried about the hefset, excuse me, the loss of food by utilizing the wine before you pour water in it for until you die, so too you'll be allowed to use the bread for your own purposes. Amr av yesi brav chanina, ma'idim chacham nerav liyez lachamr ma'idim b'kai shal bracha, and for a mitzvah in a mavchar, you need to have water added into your wine. The Rabbanan, the Rabbanan that say you make a barbie always, even if it's undiluted, says the Gemara, undiluted wine, what can be used for? Again, we have to orient ourselves. This isn't simply wine that you need to put a little water in it like our bottle of wine. It's undiluted, strong wine, which isn't really consumed as wine. So says the Gemara, what's really its usage? Explains the Gemara, Amr Avzira, it's a certain type of medicinal drink, etc. Says the Gemara, Tanaraba, and on smack in the middle of the Amr of Nanam Abbas, the first word on the line is Likuraiti, explains the Gemara, Abar Dvarim, Namru Bepas, four things are said about bread. Number one, in Minichan Basar, Chayal Apas, you're not allowed to place raw meat on bread. Why? Because it makes the bread disgusting. You're not allowed to pass over a full cup over bread. Why? 
again, because it might spill and ruin the bread. Vein zerkin is a pass. You're not allowed to throw bread. Vein zerkin is a kair bepas. You're not allowed to place, support a plate with a piece of bread underneath it to stabilize the plate. Says the Gemara story. I mean, remember, Zitra Ravashi, Karsh, Rift, Abadi, Adadi. They're all having bread together. I was like, Mary Tom, they remind me. They brought pomegranates and dates. Shakal Marzitra, Patakal, Kami, the Ravashi, the Sinai. He took some cooked meat and he threw it to Ravashi. Amar Le, Ravashi said to him, Lyser, Lamar, Laditanya, Ains, Arkinus, Eichlin. You're not allowed to throw food. Says the Gemara, that's not a problem. Says Marzuch, you know why? He put past that's my bread you cannot throw, but other foods you are allowed to. I, Vatania, Esravach, Kishim, Jitzakin, Zapaskin, Eichlin, says the rice you can't throw any food. Amrlay Marzuch said, Vatania, but it's a different rice huh? that says, Aval Pish, Jitzakin, Zapaskin, you could, yes. Avalzarkin, Eichlin. So how do we differentiate between these tears and rices? Or says the Gemara, Eloloi Kasha. Something that's going to become disgusting if you throw it, then you're not allowed to throw. Something that will not become disgusting like a piece of cooked meat, then yes, you'd be allowed to throw that to another and similar to throw fruits and veggies, etc. As um, we just saw. Taner Rabbanan tells the Gemara more about Hefzid Eichlin, that you're not allowed to cause a food to be lost. They let wine flow through pipes in front of the chasen and kala. This was a simon time that the bracha and the shefa should flow for this new couple. But Rashi explains they would put a cup or a bowl at the end to catch the wine so it doesn't get lost. throw toasted grain and walnuts in the summer when the ground is not wet. So it's not going to ruin these nuts. But bread rolls, you can't throw neither in the summer or in the winter. Why? Because they get ruined. And two dots, six lines from the bottom. We have one last small sugya for the day, a very important sugya. Oh my Rabbi Yehuda, you forgot. And you put food in your mouth without a bracha. What do you do? Says Rabbi Yehuda. You put it to one side of your mouth. And you make a bracha. Says the Gemara, we have three brayisos. Tani Chadi, one brayis says, boil in, you spit out the food if you forget to make the bracha. Tani Idach, another brayis, excuse me, you swallow the food. Tani Idach, Paul, then you spit out the food. Tani Idach, and the third brayis says, misalkin, you move it to the side of your mouth. Spit out, swallow, move to your side of your mouth. How do we reconcile the three brayisos? Explains the Gemara, loy kash. Oh, Titania Bolin, that's what she said. You swallow it, it's been mashkin, is liquids. Liquids, there's nothing you can do, so you swallow it. Oh, Titania Bolin, you spit out, means the lamam, it's something that's not going to become disgusting. A hard candy, you take it out, you make the rachi, you put it back in. Oh, Titania Misalkin, that which we said, you move to the side of your mouth, is Vimidi Demamis, something which is repulsive, so you can't take it out, so you just move it to your side. Says the Gemara in the top of the Nalf, and Nalf made the Lamamis Nami, even if it's not going to be disgusting. Why don't you just put it to one side of your mouth and make the bracha? Why do you have to spit it out? Who cares that it won't become disgusting? If you're allowed to make a bracha with it on the side of your mouth, you should do that. Says the Gemara, you might be allowed to make the bracha. But it's not like Hatchila, Tirgma, Ravitza, Katskiso, Kamidra, Yesi, Barabi, Mishrid, Ravyechlam, Misham Shenemar, Yemale, Piti, Lasachi, your mouth. Should be Yamale filled with Hashem's brachos, and the chatzchil, our mouth is empty when we make a bracha.